Welcome to Judge Jaden podcast episode two. Do you remember last week when I made my debut and I was sat there and said, oh, I'm so gutted that I'm doing my first podcast. Oh, wait, no. <sighs> oh, it's like a spider on my computer. Um, I was like, I'm gutted that I'm making my first podcast full of cold. Well, guess what? This week I'm sat here with purple fucking hair. Purple I tried dyeing me her blondie silver again. Well, should I say, my friend Yvonne tried doing it. She did an amazing job, but for some reason, my hair is fucking backward. Like, it's ginger in parts. My roots are a bit orangey-yellow. I put a conditioner on today that my friend Claire gave me this, like, toning conditioner. And it's gone purple. So I'm sat here, a big fat mess, in a towel, tits out, bingo wings out, with purple hair. Brilliant. So this week I was thinking, am I really in a position to judge other people? Am I in a position to judge celebrities' appearances? Am I in a position to sit there and be Judge Jaden when I've got purple hair and a BMI that looks like Donald Trump's bank account? And then I thought, yeah, of course I am. I can judge you the fuck I want. I was actually going to make myself twat of the week. No, like last week I started a little feature, twat of the week, twat of the week. P.S. If there's any singers out there that are musicians, we need a theme tune. I need a Judge Jaden theme tune, I need something for Twat of the Week, and I need something for Shit News Story of the Week. Anyway, getting back to it, because I'm waffling. Um, I was going to make myself Twat of the Week because of this disgusting haircut that I've got, but then I just thought, well, I can't really make myself Twat of the Week when Talisa is still out there breathing. Have you heard a new song? <sighs> She's had the audacity to cover... Sweet Like Chocolate by Shanks and Bigfoot and ruin it. Now, when people say, oh, you killed that, mate. Oh, they killed that song. And when someone's on X Factor and they do a really good cover, it's like, oh, yeah, you killed it. No, Talisa genuinely killed this song. She butchered it. She butchered it, stuffed it, put it in the oven for 45 minutes and ate it with gravy. It's fucking Awful, sweet like chocolate. It's like dog shit. Why, Talisa? Why do people keep messing with these classic songs, right? Absolute classics. And they do covers of them. And they're just shit. Like, that cover of Fast Car. Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, right, is one of the most incredible songs ever. And then some little fucking gimp did a cover and was like, Y'all got a fast car. I'm gonna tell where we Yoga fails, car. And then that other one, that fucking bitch that I met, and she was really rude to me, I can't think of her name, who did the cover of Show Me Love. Like, Show Me Love by Robin S. I'm not being funny. That would even make Mother Teresa dance about in her flip-flops. Like, if that came on in Garland's and Mother Teresa was there, she'd be like, woo the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire, woo Like, she'd be blowing a whistle, bitch, 100%. That would literally make Mother Teresa dutty wine over garlands. And then some little prick comes along and... Young ought to show me love. Heartbreaks and promises. Babes, why are you talking like that? Have you got a bit of a speech impediment? Oh, you're having a stroke? Which one is it? I think I'm going to have to open a window and just lie on the bed naked and just calm down because I've got myself that irate thinking about Talisa's song and all them other covers that I'm literally dripping in sweat, my hair's still purple and I think I'm having a panic attack. So, I just need a minute. 
Oh, and by the way, I've just found out while I'm Googling this, or should I say whilst I'm Googling this, that Mother Teresa's dead. So if there's any of Mother Teresa's like family or friends or fans that are listening out there, I really do apologise for speaking about Mother Teresa in such a derogatory way. I guarantee that Mother Teresa will not be seen in garlands dancing to Blow My Whistle Bitch anytime soon. So that's a disclaimer. I apologise. But anyway, moving on from Mother Teresa and Talisa's shit song, let's get going with this week's happenings in Celeb World. And let's start with um, a new show that started this week called Celebs Go Dating. Celebs Go Dating is a show that celebrities go dating in. Um, I once had an idea for a show called Celebrity Cupid. And basically I was going to find people dates, celebrities um, dates. and there's now a show called Celebs Go Dating, where somebody finds celebrities' dates. So, um, just found that a bit strange and a bit coincidental that suddenly there's a show. Exactly the same as the idea that I had. Anyway, I've watched it. It's alright. Quite, quite alright, anyway. Wouldn't say it's fucking world class like Desperate Scousewives was. But yeah, it's alright. But, um, why's Jack Jones on there? Like, why? Because the clues in the title, Celebs Go Dating. Like, if you signed up to a show called Celebs Go Dating, imagine if you sat there and Jack Jones walks in. The big fucking ugly greaseball who moans when a pizza gets thrown on him. The one who does the most ridiculously staged videos I've ever seen in my life. The one who needs to brush his teeth with a big, strong Brillo pad because they're that green. Like, I would literally be livid if I was supposedly dating a celebrity and Jack Jones walked in. Like, I swear to God, I would rather go eight rounds on Roy Crocker's cock than go anywhere near Jack Jones. And then we've got Charlotte Crosby from... Crosby? Crosby from Geordie Shaw. She's on there. And apparently, she um, said to one of the online papers, they printed it anyway... That her date on there, that Javon or Jambon or Jivon or whatever his name is, he's on my Facebook anyway and he's just begging for fame. Like, he's literally more desperate for fame than I am. Charlotte apparently was a bit unhappy that he made out that she was a bit of a slag because she'd slept with quite a lot of lads. Like, why are you upset about that, Charlotte? Your fanny has been seen all over MTV. You've been shagged on telly. You've pissed the bed on telly. You've pooed the bed on telly. Like, do you remember that fit, that clip in Geordie Shaw when Charlotte had a leg over the jacuzzi and a fanny was literally, like, flapped over the be- over the bath? Like, her piss flaps were literally, like, paedophiles screaming for forgiveness in a gas chamber. They were like, help, just fucking help me. So I don't understand why she's shocked if someone hinted at maybe she might be a slag because she's had more pricks in a second on dartboard. I don't get it. And for the record, I don't think Charlotte is a slag. I just think if girls like cock and they just want loads of sex, then it doesn't mean they're slags. Because I'm not being funny. If lads have loads of, like, minge, they're not slags, are they? They're heroes. So I'm all for girl power. Just don't be shocked if other people think you're a slag. Don't get it. Like, why would you be surprised by that? It's like these people who sign up for MTV, X on the beach, and then they're shocked as anything when their X turns up. I don't get it. It's like me signing up for coach trip and then when a coach turns up to take me somewhere, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to get on a coach. What the fuck? Why have I got to get on a coach? It's a coach. Like, I don't get on coaches. They're just like, used to train or like, me skateboard. Why have I got to get on a coach? Like, oh my God, I've signed up for coach trip, but you're making me get on a fucking coach. It's just literally 
pathetic. I can't stand 99.9% of that fucking generation anyway. Like the end, the X on the beach lot, Love Island, Geordie Shaw. Like there's a minority that I like. The rest of them would just think, ugh, what are you? Like, what are your ambitions in life? Why have you got no standards? Like, there's that dickhead who I read the other day, her name's Olivia or something, on X on the Beach, and she was talking about, about the headline was like, Olivia speaks about death threats. It comes with the territory, love. If you put yourself on a reality TV show where you're not hid behind a character, you're going to get trolled. You're going to get people saying that they're going to burn you alive. You're going to get people saying that they're going to cut your Mars toenails. Like, it just comes with the territory. Don't make a big drama out of it in fucking Reveal Magazine online and be like, I'm speaking out about my death threats because unless you're Adele getting stalked by fucking the fella from Bodyguard, no one's asked. They'll do anything for the Daily Mail feature, won't they? Like, as long as the Mail Online write about them, they'll literally sell the soul. Like, there's that other one, I think her name's Holly from X on the Beach. I don't really know them, I'm sorry. I don't really know them because it's shit. But I think her name's Holly, and she was all over, like, the online papers because someone apparently flower-bombed her. Yeah, okay. Because someone thought, I'm going to go and terrorise this girl who's on MTV, who nobody knows, and I'm going to go and throw flower over her. And then apparently the person who threw it over her, I'm not being funny, they look like... They look like they receive JSA once a fortnight. They're not going to go and spend £1.09 on some flower to throw over some nobody from X on the beach. It's not going to happen. You staged it yourself. Why was you walking down the street and suddenly a pap's there ready for you to receive a face full of flower? Like, I bet it's not the first time you've had a face full of white powder. Do you get me? And what I mean by that is you've probably practised the flower bomb with um, one of your family. I'm not hinting at, like, you take drugs or anything like that, because that would be illegal. And that would be, like, really, really defamation of character if I said that. And I'm not that type of person, Holly. I'm not. I think that's got to be shit news story of the week, hasn't it? MTV X on the beach babe, in inverted commas, because she looks like Sloth's offspring, gets flower-bombed. Like, I'd be made up if it was a bath bomb from Lush, or... If it was something like someone was throwing Donnie at me, I'd catch it in my mouth. But why is she so horrified and like, because just because it's flower? She's making out like she's just had like a bath of bleach thrown over her. She's like, oh my God, someone threw flower on me. So it's an excuse now for you to go and get a shower, love. Like you need one. Get the jet wash out. I've realised I swear quite a lot, don't I? I say fucking just for the sake of it. And I say not being funny. Like that's an Essex thing. I don't know where I got that from. But anyway, moving on from X on the Beach and all that palaver. I just want to say to Stephen Beale, if you're out there listening, Stephen Beale from Albert Square. When you join Albert Square, a.k.a. EastEnders, I think you should realise that you're joining one of the biggest shows ever. Not only one of the biggest soaps, but one of the biggest shows ever. So, can you tell me why, Stephen Beale, a.k.a. Aaron thinking name's Sidwell, I can't remember. I just know you're fit. Can you tell me why you tweeted saying that you're sick of people shouting at you in the street, shouting things to you in the street like you're a zoo animal? And then you were complaining about people talking to you while you were out? It, I, I, I'm just, what? Like, I'm just confused as to why you're in EastEnders, mate. 
you're not in desperate scouse wives craving a second series. You're in EastEnders that's been around for longer than you have. If people stop you in the street or people shout to you in the street, as long as they're not being absolute bellends and calling you like horrific names, then don't moan about it. Because I'm not being funny, you could be jobless tomorrow. You could be Layla. I mean, it's been nearly five years since I was on telly and I still get stopped now. Everywhere I go, people stop me. I still get, oh my God, are you Rick Waller from Pop Idol? And I'm like, yeah, do you want me to sign your tits? Now on the subject of Scouse Wives, we infamously got axed, according to people, even though we've technically never been told that we've been axed, but that's another story. Well, anyway, E4 have launched um, not only Celebs Go Dating, or Come Dating, or whatever the fuck it's called, they also launched another new show this week called E4 Stage Girl, which sees a load of um, jazz hand, close weenie types, you know, performing fucking foxtrots and all that shit. And a couple of famous faces, we've got that Betsy Blue, apparently she's famous. Yeah. Um, and her boyfriend, Casey Johnson, who was on X Factor and he was in the band Steady Old Kicks where there was like 14 of them. And then he left and joined Union J where most of them are gay or bisexual. Um, he's a nice lad, Casey, I really do like him. And it's a shame that the show's getting slated so much, but... People on Twitter and Facebook are just going mental, saying that, you know, it needs to be taken off her because it's not a true representation of what stage school is like. People are kicking off saying, you know, um, that apparently some of the students are having arguments with the principal, some of the students are having arguments with the tutor people or whatever them teachers are called, that teacher out to pirouette. I mean, Rowan Gotebed, that can't be his real name, on Twitter has put, Surprised by anyone that can think Eiffel Stage School could be considered realistic. It's so staged, it makes Parks and Rec look like Paranorma. Panorama. I don't know what any of that means, but he's not happy. Penny Jones says, Whatever possessed the principle of Eiffel Stage School to agree to this hideous reality claptrap? This is such bad PR. Jack Eagle says, Stage school on E4 is the most tragic show I've ever seen in my life. They're clearly acting. Well, trying. Did you say, did you, did you know what I said? Jack Eagles said, Stage school is the most tragic show he's ever seen in his life. He's definitely never seen Real Housewives of Cheshire. They are fucking horrendous. What a cast. What a bunch of mutton dressed as lamb. The advert was like, they're back with new faces, and all we've got is Sam Reese, who's banging one of the daughters, like, oh, it's awful, I've watched about four minutes of it, and then I just went and watched my dog take a shit. Stage school does get the axe E4, you know what you can do, bring back Scouse Wives! I could just imagine Jodie walking into E4's office like that, Liverpool, I'm back! And do you know what, people would be made up, they would. One show that definitely needs a bit of a break. I wouldn't say axed because it is a really good platform for singers, even though most of them can't sing, is X Factor. It's back already. And all these people on Facebook and Twitter are like, oh my God, X Factor's back. That means it's nearly Christmas. No, it doesn't. It's like the first week of September. It's nowhere near Christmas. When we get to November, then it's nearly Christmas. So just chill out and don't put your Christmas tree up yet. Unless you're Paula McKay, if you're listening, because she has a Christmas tree up in, like, July or something, apparently. But anyway, um, Libby Walsh, a little, Oh, my name's Libby Walsh, I'm from Ireland, double leprechaun here, like where's life? Is apparently fuming because one of the X-Factor X contestants, um, who 
has applied for the show, got through the first round or whatever, apparently got through to boot camp. Um, he might be getting axed from the show because he called Louis Walsh a wanker and Louis Walsh is an happy. Why is Louis Walsh asked he is a wanker? Why are the producers threatening to axe this poor lad? Louis Walsh is a wanker. We all know he's a wanker. He wanks young lads off with his back teeth. Young lads is in 18 plus because obviously he's not a paedophile. He doesn't go with younger. I do really think that X Factor just needs to take a chill for a couple of years and come back with its, you know, reinvent itself a bit. Some of the stuff's just tragically bad. Like what about these two pair of puffs who were like part of Chicken Gate? I don't watch it, but it's been all over social media. And even my little nephew was telling me he was like six. And he was saying that apparently there was these two gay lads who um, were going to audition as a two, like a duo, a twosome, whatever you want to call it. But then they fell out because one, one of them cooked somebody uncooked chicken. Like, that was a sob story. He was apparently like, I was going to audition with my friend, but then he cooked me pink chicken. And then all the judges cried and then he sang in the arms of the angels and then he got through. Apparently. I've only seen pictures of them and they just look obnoxious. They're like walking stereotypes of gay people. They're like they're the type of lads that get spit roasted in the middle of a car park at Gay Pride because we're just celebrating being gay, you know. This is what we do to have fun. We're celebrating equal opportunities for the gays. They have no talent, they have no personality, they have no dress sense, they have no brains, and they have no chance of winning the X Fat Day. I think that Michelle McManus should come back and be like, I want to win this for my back fat. I'm, put, I'm doing this for my back fatty. I'm going to win the X Factor for my back fat. Whenever X Factor's back, we know that Strictly's going to be following. The lineup's been revealed. It's back soon. The two battle royals, the two fucking titans are going for it for the winter ratings. X Factor always fails because it's shit. Strictly's going to win yet again. The lineup's pretty decent, to be honest. Even though Will Young's a cunt, he'll probably do well. Judge Rinder. He'll probably do all right, considering that I want to fucking rip his esophagus out and stamp all over it with me fucking six-inch fake laboot on heels. That little Tamika or Topeka or fucking Topenga, whatever her name is, from EastEnders, Kim Fox, she's aesthetical and she's going to be really good. But do you know what? Doesn't she already teach, like, salsa and that in EastEnders? So you know that people are going to be like, it's fixed, she can dance. But I reckon Anastasia's going to be good as well. I've seen a few trolls online, like... Oh my god, Anastasia must be skint if she's doing Strictly. Why? She's been ill. She hasn't been able to sing properly for ages, she admits that. She's getting old, she's like 74 years of age now. Her music career hasn't been exactly huge for the past five years. So why can't she do Strictly? Doesn't mean she's skint. And I'm not being funny. I wish that I was that skint that Strictly were paying me like fucking 180 grand to do their show. Leave Anastasia alone! Anyway, I've been Jaden Michael, aka Purple Ronnie with my shit haircut. This has been Judge Jaden. I hope you enjoyed the uh, podcast. I had to remember what it was called then. I was going to say, I hope you'd enjoyed the show. I'm currently, I'm not even joking. I need to stop doing this. My friend Laura Carr used to tell me to stop pushing me tits in. Word, I've got fat on me boobs. Like, I've genuinely got a pair of double Ds. I hope, I'm sat now, like, pushing them in. Not like the Janet Jackson Janet album where she's, like, pushing the tits in. I do it all the time and no wonder they're really big. Anyway, if you've enjoyed it, please subscribe on iTunes, Judge Jaden. Or you can listen on SoundCloud, search Jaden Official. Follow me on Twitter, Jaden Official, because I've lost fucking 30,000 followers or something since I made a really bad joke about my Dibacan. Okay. Okay, bye.